Clients on Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Clients on Demand show. Uh, Today we have myself, Adrian, and Jane and Mark here. Russ is away on a little vacation. And uh, so you get to spend the next 30 minutes with us. And uh, today we're talking about a super interesting topic that uh, we're going to maybe make you think about things in a way you haven't thought about them before. And that is about how you attract the the client that you are. And like, what does that really mean? Is that true or false? Uh, And so we're just going to kind of riff freely today with uh, me and Jane and Mark and uh, talk about is this true or false? And Jane, I'd love to start with you. And is it true? You attract the client that you are. This is such a great question because I think it happens both ways. Like, you know, if you get off the phone with a client that's just like you and you love everything about that client, you're like, yes, this client's just like me. I love to work with these type of clients. And it's a resounding yes. And then you get clients that aren't like you or maybe clients that show up to have a conversation with you to see if you're a match to work with. And you know, it feels like you might be, you know, pushing up against each other a little bit or their reasons for not wanting to enroll into your program doesn't go the way that you want them to go. And you might throw up your hands and go, oh my gosh, that was the hardest call I've ever done. Or that was really difficult. And that's nothing like me if you were to ask them when they get off the line. And so it's an interesting conversation to have. And so in sitting and thinking about it, is that I think there's absolutely some alignment between what shows up on your conversations, who shows up to talk to you, what clients show up to to have you work with them and where you are in your life. Mm. Now, a lot of the times where you are in your life, like we might be rocking and rolling and making all kinds of cool things happen and being mostly in flow, like mostly in tuned and mostly in line. And I've never been at a place in my own life, and maybe it's true, where I'm 100% aligned like all of the time. <laughs> I'd like to say, if you ask my husband, he'd say, of course she thinks she is. But the truth is, is we're not, right? Yeah. Like, we're not aligned all of the time. Sometimes we live more congruently within our flow and there's, you know, life ebbs and flows. And sometimes we're not perfectly aligned with how we want to live our life by our values and the way that we see the world. And so what happens is we have these triggers that are kind of like seated down in there. And when those triggers happen, we like, it's like we get off course, we get out of alignment. And we tend to have a pattern to those triggers. We tend to have a pattern to the beliefs in our lives that don't serve us. So it's a long answer to a very short question. But I think what it really looks like is if you get off the phone, let's just use a simple example that most people can relate to. You get off the phone with someone who's like, well, 
I just don't have the money or I don't believe in spending that much money or, you know, Mark probably can give you a hundred of these. And you think to yourself, well, that's not me at all. But then you ask yourself, when you go to invest in yourself, is there some kind of process that you use? Do you go internal? Do you tend to trance out? Do you tend to get fearful? And if a lot of that is showing up, then yes, right? Like it might not be what sounds pretty. It might not feel great to say, hi, my name is Jane and I'm afraid to invest in myself. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. But when it comes down to someone asking you, are you ready to take that leap and do it? It's a huge difference. I'm going to share one more thing. And I know Mark is itching to talk because he's writing like mad over there. It it just popped up to me. So Adrian and I, I'm going to share something. She doesn't know I'm ready to share. Mm -hmm. Um, Adrian and I both moved to, to Nashville and her and I have been on the lookout for someone to really support us in our health. Her and I are busy moms. We, you know, run the business over here. We support all of our clients. And the truth is, with the move and all this transition and things that we have both going on in our house, we have both come to a place in our life where like we got to handle this now. Like if we do not handle our energy, our ability to focus, all of this kind of stuff, like it's it's hit this place where like solve this problem now. Mm -hmm. And so we've both been on the hunt. And so Adrian found someone here in Nashville that we're both super excited to talk to. And she had the conversation with someone in their office yesterday. And, you know, Adrian immediately called me up because she was super excited to share that she found someone. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so awesome. And she says, you know, here's the cool thing. The thing is they don't take insurance and they only work with cash. And she gives me this, this high number of, uh, you know, like it's not a doctor's visit. It's like a six month to year long program and it's high ticket, you know? (laughs) And here's one of the cool things actually that I'm just now remembering, um, Adrian, is that when you told me that price, I honestly didn't flinch, right? Like, and, and it's not because it's not a lot of money because it's a lot of money. But what's cool is that throughout time, I've elevated my own beliefs around investing in myself, investing mm. in my own self-care. And this is a problem that I want solved as quickly as possible. You tell me right. this person's the best. I talk to them. I feel like they're the best. I feel like they're going to help me solve this problem. I have no problem investing that amount of money in myself. Yeah. And so what's interesting is if you would have asked me this a year ago and somebody said, you know, it's X amount of dollars, the truth of the matter is, is I might've went, okay. Mm, yeah. And thought about it and took a beat. Doesn't mean I wouldn't have done it, but I think the truth of the matter is, is I would have taken a beat and now it's not there. So I do believe it evolves. And like I said, a year ago, I would have hate to say, oh no, I don't invest myself after 25 years of doing personal development. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Like it would not be cool for me to say that. Right. But I really do think that I would have taken a beat, right? Like it wouldn't have been like an automatic resounding yes. And I think the evolution of that now is just that importance and conditioning that. My belief is, is you do tend to attract clients that are in your energetic field, that are in your belief structure. It doesn't mean that that's the belief structure that you live in all of the time, but you might have little fragments of it all over the place, you know, that just kind of starts to get globbed onto. And as soon as that stuff releases, my guess is attracting those type of clients starts to, to release even more. So Mark, a common saying that people always say is like, 
your life is like a mirror, you know, like, oh, it's a reflection. And it's a little bit about what we're talking about here. And some curious kind of your take on that and how that shows up for people. Um, Great question. Uh, We see that all the time, all the time. And it's funny because we'll get, I keep getting the spouse objection and (laughs) I can't really fault them because I would do it too. Or I never give my credit card out over the phone. That's crazy. Guess what objections they're going to get? Or, you know, it's like, wow, that's a lot of money. And so if that's the case, you know, they talk about it too. Whatever uh, James Allen and As a Man Think of one of the best books that you can get. It's a simple, small book, but it's so profound. It says you're going to attract that what you are, not what you want. And mm. so one of the things that happens if you're showing up to calls with scarcity, and that's at to Jane's point, where you really live in secret, who you are in secret is what will be demonstrated in public. So mm. if you have a fear at the deepest core, like, oh shit, I'm freaking out. I am broke. I what am I gonna do? And that's what you're gonna bring. If that's how you show up, more than likely that is what you will be a vibrational match to people to jump on the call with you. And we see it all the time. The first question I get in Millionaire Alliance or or COD is when people are getting those objections over and over and over again. My first question to them is, what do you really believe about that for you? And nine times out of 10, to Jane's point, they're saying, well, yeah, I can kind of agree. I mean, I, they don't know me from Adam and they don't know this. And so if that's how you see the world, you're going to get that. There was a stockbroker, uh, one of my mentors that I grew up with, really brilliant guy. The guy made a fortune on Wall Street, retired. Now he was kind of at that point where he just wanted to help other people up on the way, do it the right way. And when he got on Wall Street, he talked his way onto Wall Street and then got his butt kicked. And he got with one of the most powerful firms and he couldn't give this shit away. And he was literally about to get fired. His boss called him in and he he said to him, he goes, Jim, when I tell you that these clients are the best and the wealthiest on the planet, when I tell you they need to have a buy-in of $100,000, what is your thought about that? He goes, oh my God, it's a ton of money. How Mm -hmm. much is the most you've ever made, Jim? He goes, the most I've ever made was $40,000 a year. And he goes, until you change your beliefs about money, you will never, ever give it away. Yeah. You need to understand at your core, our clients dabble in half a million. These people have net worths of 10 to $50 million. They're going to get a taste at a hundred grand to see if they want to invest a million or more. But once he got his head around, wow, money is only a means of exchange. These people have done it very well. When he got his head, he then rose to the top of his company and made a ton of money. But it was his belief that was stopping the entire process. They had great stocks. They had great ability to deliver. The clients needed great places to put their money. But the issue was none of the above. It was his belief about wealth. And so that gets back to, is it a reflection? Absolutely. To Jane's point, if I think, wow, uh, Jane, there was one other point that you made too that I would throw in there, which was you're now also made your decision based on the result that you're going to get. Hmm. And, and when people make their decisions based on their dream or what they want, price becomes simply a stepping stone to get there. At the end of the day, for the lifetime of maximum health, that's all you have to pay. It's a bargain. But right. if all you can see is the price, then it's, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, and you'll never get beyond the price. So it, to answer your question on that, Yes, who they are instinctively will show up on those calls until you build new beliefs about it. It absolutely you become a reflection and your business is a reflection of your of your dream and how committed you are to it as well. Right. So what's interesting, it's really easy after you say it like that to see how 
those things can be showing up in a sales conversation or when you're trying to enroll people into your program. Um, I'm curious, Jane, of, of how that will show up when you're coaching your clients. Like, how can that show up in, in that way as well? Like, it's, it's hitting you in sales. It's obviously how it can hit you in your personal life. How does that affect you when you're dealing with your clients? It's crazy. It just does. Like, I can look back at so many times in my life and look at the patterns of clients that I coached and what outcomes they were working on and what I had either just come through in my Mm -hmm. life. Usually it's like I'm right on the other side of it. Sometimes I might even be right in it. Mm. And it is uncanny the things that will come up in a, in a coaching relationship that you might be dealing with in your own life. And it's not the same situation, but it might be like, Hey, if I'm really focusing on, on my relationship right now, I'm getting a lot of clients that are focusing in on their relationship. Hmm. If I'm really focused in on my health, all of a sudden I might even be really focused on my health and I'm like really wanting to work on, you know, I don't know, eating more green stuff, right? It's crazy. (laughs) Someone later that day and they're like, well, you know, I've been really trying to, you know, get healthier. And I just read this article about eating more greens. <laughs> you know, like it's just kind of right. crazy. Shows and up. crazy and it's kind of woo woo, but it just seems to be the case, you know, that you tend to attract also clients that either are going through what you've already moved through or just like little, little hits of things that you might be giving your attention to as well. It's uh, I think it's kind of like, you know, you might be walking down the street and you see this like kind of scary dog across the street and you might, who's not on a leash. And you kind of think to yourself, Ooh, I hope that dog stays over there. No dog, no dog, stay over there. No dog, no, (laughs) no, no dog stay over there. And what does the dog do? Dog crosses the street and comes over to you. Right. Yeah. It's like, there's something about that. It's like, that energy, that energy of like dog, 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 the dog's going to come over. (laughs) And I think also it's the intensity you have around whatever it is that you're trying to not have and push away or the intensity of something that you want more of, but that's intensity of that emotion tends to have it show up even more. Mm. Well, Mark, what's interesting is when people come into clients on demand, I we take them through a, a clarity module. Like one of the first things that we do with people is to help them get really clear on who their audience is and their offer is. And what I find very interesting is that time and time again, we will have people who are mindset coaches that come into the program and struggle with their mindset. Or we will have people who come into the program that help people put systems in place and they come in and they're struggling to put the system in place. And it's just so funny how that happens time and time again. And, you know, we're able to help them get get through that and get their clarity on it. But it's like, why does that happen? Why do you think that is that they come in and the very thing that they're like the expert in is what they struggle to kind of get dialed in the most when they come into COD? Um, It's a great reflection and it's a great distinction because one of the things that happens is the inside of a jar cannot read the outside of a label. So when you're in a, when you're in a position, for example, the one-eyed one-eyed man is king among the blind. So it's not uncommon. And Jane and I have a long background. She has a longer background in coaching. But when you see some of these people in their environment, they very well might be the one-eyed king. But when you get around people who've been doing tens of thousands of sessions or coaching sessions, have hundreds of thousands of hours of training they're able to reflect back to you much quicker about what is the one thing that's stopping you from the next level. Mm. So a lot of times their their skill set, their ability will take them to a certain point. But at the end of the day, they are not making, you know, 20, 40, 50, 100,000 dollars a month. 
So their skill set and their mindset can get them a certain amount. But when you have a team of experts that can look back and reflect what's the next level, very much like a grandmaster in martial arts, he has significantly different eyes to see movement patterns and mm -hmm. see little nuance that make all the difference versus a first degree black belt. Right. And so that's it. But you're it's it's true. And it's not a place of judgment. It's it's just simply watching what is what they thought they knew got them to level one. But what they want to be is level five. And it's like freaks them out. And oh, my God, I thought I really had this dialed in. And the faster they embrace. There was another great quote, too, which a lot of times the thinking skills that got you to this level are now exactly what is preventing you from getting to the next level. Mm. And so that's deep, you, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's important though, if you get to a point where you can be brutally honest with yourself, look at the fruit on your tree. Are you, or are you not living your dream? Are you, or are you not making, and it's not about the money, but that's simply a score sheet to see how many people and how effective your funnel is. But if your goal was 30, 50,000 a month, how consistent are you? Are you having to kill yourself or is it fun? As James said, is there flow involved, you know, and is it something you wake up looking to excited about or are you grinding for it? Is it overwhelming? Is it resentful? Because all you do is work and you're not even halfway there. Yeah. And so that's a big part of where, where a lot of people are going. You know, everything about this is about leveling up, leveling up your mindset, your skill set, your outcomes and your results. And well, the thing is they're too close to it, right? Like that's right. It's so funny because people who will come into the program that are like master copywriters, they will struggle to write their copy because you're just so close to it. And it's like your own baby, you know, and, and sometimes you need an outsider looking in, like I'm designing my dream home right now and I'll have this corner and I'm like, what the heck am I going to do with this? And then Jane will come in and be like, oh, you should do this and this and this. And I'm like, oh, it's brilliant. And like, we've had all these aha moments back and forth doing that. And so I think sometimes you are, you're a little too close to it and you need a team of experts around you that can kind of point out those blind spots, right? And, and help you work through them. Because I can't tell you, I mean, how many times have people come into COD who are kind of like a big deal, right? They're like a big fish. They've had a lot of success. And all of a sudden they come into clients on demand and they're like, I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like I'm a newbie again. And it were showing people things in a way that they've never seen them before. And now they have to up level, right? That identity. It's like, this is who I was. I come into COD and we help lift you up to that new, new person that you need to be in order to have the, to fulfill the dream that you have. Because like you said, Mark, it's like, there's a certain level of knowledge and expertise and skill that you had that got you to where you are. But now in order to get to the next place, you need a new identity. And I'm totally stealing that from you guys. I hear you say that all the time, but I'm making myself look really smart right now. And yeah. <laughs> so you need to like raise that, right? Yeah. And it's really hard to do that on your own. And, and so when you're stuck in that spot, it's like you just keep attracting more of the same stuff and, and you're not growing and you're not able to help your clients grow. I feel like it happens at the same time. That's a good point. The other thing you said too is about we have a clarity module. One of the things too, which which we see this in a lot of our programs though, which I love, Adrian, is that most people aren't clear on who their ideal client is, much yeah. less themselves being it. So they're coming in here without getting clarity on the clients they want, what that looks like. And because they don't have a structure, they're settling for whatever they get. And so, you know, if they're showing up in a world, for example, and they, oh, crap, I got to pay my bills. And I get it. That's a fair point. But if you aren't clear on who you want to work with, who are the best ones? Like Jane said, when you get the right client, life looks amazing. And when you get the wrong client, life will suck and suck hard, fast and nonstop.
<laughs> one person that's toxic, that's not a match, they might be right for somebody else. But if they're not right for you and you don't know how to identify who that is and where they live, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the fastest ways to lose your joy, the fastest ways to lose your passion for your career. It has a, uh, it's horrible for your bank account, your cash flow, because that one person is going to suck up 80 and 90% of your focus. And you're going to be thinking about that nonstop. So now that's the person you're showing up to your calls tomorrow with. Mm. You're mad at them because they've been rude. They're sucking up your energy. Then you show up to try and do enrollment calls and you're not the same guy anymore. So there is a huge consequence too. If you don't know who your ideal client is, you don't know how to get in front of them. Mm -hmm. Jane, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that that's all important. Not only, I think there's, there's those two trigger points. Like we were talking about in the beginning of that trigger point of what are those kind of little speckles in your life that aren't quite cleaned up yet or the places that you get little triggers from that have a big part of the clients that you attract. And I think it's interesting if you pay attention, you hear them in yourself. And and oftentimes they're beliefs that you don't even know are there. Like you might not think that or describe yourself that way, but they're like kind of hanging out. And then there are times that it just like hits you a smack across the face and you see it. You know, um, one of those times was what months back, six months ago or so when we came down here, I guess it wasn't that long ago. I just bought a house a month ago. (laughs) Being down here in Nashville in house shopping, you know, and it was just interesting. The beliefs that showed up around me and money that I would have never, ever guessed. Yeah. Even in my space, I would describe myself to others like I'm someone that is, you know, abundance, that I believe that I can create and attract anything that I want to create. And what happened in deciding to come down to Nashville is that we just up leveled everything, like not double, like, like times 10. Right. You know, like, like it was crazy. Like the, the home that I decided to purchase and the lifestyle we decided to commit to is something completely outside of what I even really knew I wanted, to be honest with you. Like I just, I was very happy in my life. I loved my home. I loved my community. I loved all of those things. And it was like, oh, we could move to Nashville. And all of a sudden I was like, my eyes got really big. Like (laughs) I can have this and I can have this and oh my gosh, and it could be this way. And it was like a real dreaming, Mm -hmm. even more intent than the dreaming of like doing a vision board because I was like actually in it to make a purchase. I was in it to actually make a decision of what my life was going to look like in the next 10 years. And so what happened was, you know, Adrian and I doing this together. So we both moved here and kind of like shopping a little together. It just kept like up leveling each other. Like like, (laughs) one upping, but I want this. And I'm like, oh, I want this and I want this. And so before I know it, I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing here? And so (laughs) we, you know, found this house that I was super excited about. And here's like the thing that I don't really want to share, but I'm going to share because it's kind of embarrassing. So we find this gorgeous house and my husband's like, his family wants to look at the house. Like they're like, send us picture, you know, like send us the listing. We want to check it out. And my husband, of course, is like super excited because this house is like completely amazing. And I'm like, you know what? Just send them screenshots or send them pictures. A couple little pictures. Don't send them the (laughs) listing. This is so embarrassing. I'm totally owning up to this. I'm like, don't send him the listing. And he's like, why? And then it hit me like, oh, I was like, and I'm looking over my shoulder like, oh my gosh, was that me? Mm. Did I say that? 
are these my beliefs coming up? Because the truth is, I didn't want him to send them the listing because I didn't want anyone to know the huge amount of money I was going to invest into a house. Mm. I was like, they're going to yeah. think I'm selfish. They're going to think yeah. this. What they're a waste. Yeah. And it hit me. I knew it right away that it was there. But it yeah. took like a week to work through this thing mm. of like, like being embarrassed about spending this amount of money yeah. on my house when I was like, well, I should help more people and I should do this. It doesn't matter that I already help these people. I need to help more people and I need to be giving away more. And now people are going to think I'm selfish because I'm spending this much money. And, but it hit me like a brick. And I was like, yeah. looking behind you, like, what <laughs> is that? And I'm like, oh man. Yeah. Well, the funny thing, and, and we see this all the time, Mark, especially in the enrollment conversation. And when people join COD is that some of them hide it from their spouses you know, that they've signed up because they have that same feeling, right? They're, they, it's all, sometimes it's like a self-worth feeling, right? Like I don't deserve this, or I shouldn't spend this much money on myself. I shouldn't spend this much money on my business. And so I love that you brought that topic up, Jane, because it shows up in our life in so many different ways. And people will, you know, take this leap of faith, right? To join clients on demand. And then they come into our program. And almost immediately when they get into week one, we're up leveling their thoughts and their dreams and of ideas of what is even possible. And that is really difficult. You get excited, but you also get a little terrified, right? And you're like, holy crap, how am I going to do that? And we see it with so many times. It's like you take this leap of faith to get in. And then immediately we start working on up leveling. And you might already have something going on and our mind mindset rooms on our Q&A calls are ridiculously popular <laughs> because it just shows up time and time again, right? And it, and it will keep you from being able to create really a strong system in your business to attract clients, serve those clients, grow it, fulfill your dreams if you kind of get stuck in that. And, and so I love that we have that support in Clients on Demand to help people do that because it, it kind of happens to everybody and in some ways small, in some ways huge. <laughs> right, Mark? It's a big way. Um, your life and your business will never outgrow your identity, your beliefs, or your or your effort. Hmm. And at the end of the day, what happens when that you get in there is that you're in that situation where you get in there and you're right, we do start that process. And it's so funny because I remember Jane and I was working with a specific client. And again, one of the great things too is that people in COD with us or MA, they get to hijack as Jane and I talked, when was that Jane? A week or two ago on, an, on a podcast, but about you hijacking other people's beliefs until they become your own. And there was somebody who used to make a, a $10 a session as a yoga instructor and had this amazing yoga practice. And one of the things that if, if, if it wasn't Jane or it wasn't me, month after month was getting her to believe what was possible. And the whole time she was afraid of what her family and her yoga friends and all of her spiritual friends, because she went from 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, 100,000 a month. Yeah. And the whole time, the more we stretch that belief, the more she wanted to revert back to the comfort zone. Hmm. And so one of the things that happens, though, is that you get in there, you have to expand your mindset. That's a big part of what we do. People who come in who have struggled for three years, five years, 10 years trying to make it, and now they come in and they see a bunch of other people making $10,000 in a week or $20,000 in four days, and they're having fun. Those are all mind warps when you've struggled for three to five years. Yeah. And so you're getting in there. That's why the peer group, we can say it till we're blue in the face, but a lot of people have to get in there and see it's real for themselves. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, the real question pops up is, are you committed to do the same work and do what they did to get there? And again, it's all based on integrity and it's following the plan. But 
we see that a lot. You get in there and it's like, okay, when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired of not having the results you want, that's when, you you know, in psychology, they call it threshold. Uh, in alcoholism, they call it hitting bottom. But when you're sick and tired of that, that's when it's like you're open. Those are the ones that rock. Because they they realize when you have reference after reference, client, other people that just started just like you, and you watch them and they're doing the work, doing the work, they're taking on those new beliefs, they're doing the mindset work, they're doing the structure. Next thing you know, they had their first $20,000 month, their first $30,000 month. And then it's like, oh shit, if they could do it, I could do it. Mm -hmm. Now we have to have the real conversation. Are you going to do what they did to get there? And it's like, that's where it gets fun. But when you're left to yourself, you don't know what you don't know. If you don't have those expert eyes and you don't have that peer group that is growing, you're going to sit there and wonder, it must be you. Maybe you don't have what it takes. Maybe you're not smart enough. You know, those two human conditions that you're not smart enough or that you're not enough and that you're not worthy of love. But when you're around a group that are committed to making an impact and you watch them doing step-by-step the most coachable, the most committed are the ones that are growing the fastest, impacting the most people. And it's yeah. fun as hell because then it's like all of a sudden you have your first big day and then you have your second big day. And then all of a sudden your biggest week ever and look on the right side of all of those people, all the testimonials that are people that said, I made more in eight weeks than I did the previous year. Why is that? It's because of this stuff. Yeah. Well, I think that we've done a great job of hijacking the show today. We don't need rest anymore. The three of us can just get on here and chit chat every week. Um, But (laughs) any, I'd love any parting words from either one of you. And then maybe Mark can wrap us up and tell people if, you know, they have this own thing going on in their business and they want to up-level their dreams and and get a system and support. Mark, can you tell them how to? Yeah. yeah. Jane, any last thoughts? You know, you have a sense, right? You know that you're either not attracting enough clients, you know that you're not attracting the right clients, Mm. right? And you know this because you're not working with the amount of people that you want to be working with. You're not impacting the people that you want to be impacting. And you feel like it's you're playing a little small with it, even if you're working your your tushy off Mm. in order to, to, to do what you're currently doing. And it's going to come down to two things. It's either you're not doing that because you don't have the right strategy and you're not working with the right people or have enough leads because you don't have the right mindset. And the truth is, is it's always both. It's always Mm -hmm. both of those things. And what's really great and different about everything that we do over here is that we, yes, we have a phenomenal strategy. You know, we have the most amazing strategy I've ever seen in terms of, you know, getting your business set up to work with the right clients. But the other part of this that's so exciting to me is that we don't just stop at strategy. We also, we work within the mindset. We work within the ability to up-level you. And so if, if you're sitting there and you're wondering, I just, you, you know, like how this would make a difference in your life and your business, um, and I know Mark's going to have something to say about this. You should just jump on a call, mm-hmm. get on the phone, talk to someone on our team and look at, you know, are we the best match to making a difference in your life? I love it. And uh, Jane, you bring up such uh, the the simplicity and power of what you said is really important. It's either your strategy or your mindset or usually a combination of both. Adrian's strategy, we didn't get to it on this call a lot, but what she also does that is so important. You can get all rah-rah and get all pumped up on your couch and go out there and do it. But if your strategy sucks, so will your business. Mm -hmm. But most people put 99% of this But if you don't understand, let's say you do this, but you're a raging jerk. When you get on the phone, you're going to be bringing that raging jerk 
to the phone call. And next thing you know, you won't enroll there either. So you have to have both. And so I know, Adrian, when you do a lot of the structural stuff of what you do, you do so great. But for everybody out there sitting there, I just want to say too, it really comes down to that one simple thing. If you look at your mirror and you look in your bank account and it's overwhelming with zeros, and again, you cannot believe how the hell you're going to do it. And those zeros are before the decimal point. (laughs) after the decimal point. And there gets a point where we all reach threshold where we're like, enough. How many people do you have to look at that maybe don't even have as good of a skill set as you, but they're doing it and they're now making a bigger impact. When you get to that point, to Jane's point, then it's like reach out. So one of the things that's unique about our approach, and I loved doing this with Russ, when Russ did uh, that speaking event and everyone else said, everybody buy my product. And then Russ gets up there and says, look, I'm not going to make you an offer because I don't know if you're if you're legit. I don't know if you have an offer. I don't know if you're good at what you do. So let's talk. And that's the same thing here. Adrian and Rusco do amazing things. So our calendars are full. But what we're looking for is people that are committed to making a difference in the world. Hmm. And at the end of the day, we can't make, if you suck at what you do, having a great funnel won't change the bottom line that you suck at what you do. But if Hmm. you are really good at what you do and you can give people transformation and give them real results, solve some, some specific problem. And if you don't know, jump on a call because our team are experts at identifying, can we target, can we help you? and, And is this a match? And it's not our job to close you or convince you. It's your job to claim your dream. There's a big difference. So we don't even make an offer to 30% of the people we talk to is that saying we love them all, but we let God sort them out. And it's like, because the real work starts on the other side once you commit to your dream. And when you do, it gets really, really amazing fast. So if you guys are ready to have a conversation about, hey, what is it going to take to get you guys to that next level? When are you ready to start making your dream life be your real life so they are one in the same? That's that's the greatest thing that we do because when we liberate a business owner, it means they're impacting the world in a better way. So if you want to go ahead and jump on the call, let's jump on a call and just have an authentic, honest conversation. So jump on with clientsondemand.com forward slash talk. The link is there and jump on with our team. The only outcome we have is to help you get to the truth. Does this work? Will this work for you? Are you ready to start bringing it forward? That's it. And again, it's your job to claim your dream. It's our job to help you get to the truth. And we know what it will take to make it work in this industry. And at the end of the day, guys, if again, if your bank account is not reflecting your dream and your life is not reflecting your dream, you might be missing one or two things. And that's the best part of what we do is watching people get liberated to their dream because they get to have the impact they're meant to have out in the world. So head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash talk and let's just have a conversation. Well, it was great hanging out with you guys today. I had a lot of fun and uh, you guys make sure you tune in for the next show because Mark and Jane are actually going to be talking a lot about limiting beliefs. So we're going to get into this topic a little bit deeper. And uh, so we will check you guys later. Appreciate you guys. Make your dream your life and let's rock. See you guys. Bye Bye, guys. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. 
Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. Now, we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Ruffino, and let's talk soon.